Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast maiden is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and immersion. And their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And this week we have Sue and Mel from Snuggly Bags by Ellie. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hello, Mandy. Hello, Kate. Again, we are not together. There is sickness a go-go. We can't catch a break in this house, but it's okay. And I didn't want to infect you. No. If something's (laughs) brewing. But anyway, it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. COVID taught us that Zoom was a friend. Oh, it really did. Yes. Yes. And for those of you following along at home who love our weather chat, it's a glorious day in Melbourne. Yes, I've been out to get some sun on my face. Yeah. Come and put your sun in the face, your face in the sun. (laughs) Get some vitamin D. Yeah, I was like, come on, just stare at it. We have to when you're in Melbourne because in two days' time, it's going to be 15. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, it's beautiful. Mm, It is. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We love it. We have a gorgeous mother in law and daughter in law mega team here today. So, would you both like to say hello and introduce yourselves? Uh, My name's Sue. I'm Mel's mother in law, and I'm our beautiful Ali's grandmother. Um, and that's Ellie's how snuggly bags came about, um, making sleeping bags for her when she was little and when she outgrew them, the ones we could buy, I was making them for her. 
incredible. So that's how the, the whole thing started. Oh, amazing. What about um, your daughter-in-law? What's your name? <laughs> so my, name, my name's Mel and I'm a very, very lucky daughter-in-law to have a uh, such an amazing and talented mother-in-law who, um, yeah, has just been amazing in supporting our family and Ellie and obviously using her talents to, I suppose, help support us. But then, you know, that sort of then grew in realising that there were other children, I suppose, similar to Ellie or families, you know, looking for larger size sleeping bags. So I'm um, very grateful and thankful that I have a very talented mother-in-law. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, well, it's the power of love, actually. Like, mm. I can do this. I love her more than anything. I will step in and make something. Yeah? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So we're going to start with our three questions, which is how we start every episode. So our first question, and I'll start with you, Sue. Do you have a favourite song or band or music that you listen to in the good times or the bad times when you want to feel happier? Well, this has been a really hard question for me because, no, not really. That's okay. I'm a product of, of music from the 60s, 70s, so mm-hmm. but pretty much all of it. The only song I will say I do like to um, listen to in good times and bad is Somewhere Over the Rainbow oh, by oh, Is, yeah, the yeah. Hawaiian singer. Mm, um right. Uh, and he's just, he was, he was a very, very big man and he didn't last very long. Oh. Um, grossly overweight and died quite young, but oh. his music is beautiful. Yeah. Oh. We will put that on the Spotify. Yeah. He's Israel and it's a big name, big Hawaiian name starting with a K, but they just called him Is. Okay. Oh. Okay. We'll cool. find it. We'll find it. And Mel? Um, again, like I, I, um, I too struggled with this question. Um, and, I do, again, I don't feel like I have a particular song, but I am a 80s girl through and through. <laughs> 80. Um, so my go-to is I love 80s music. Even when I turned 40, most of my music there was 80s tunes. So <laughs> yeah, I think there is a surefire way to get anyone happy or anyone on the dance floor. Oh, definitely. And just hit 80s mix on Spotify and then you're set for Everything's hours. Everything's a winner. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but our next question is, did you win any awards at school, Sue? Can you remember? <laughs> it was a long time ago, but <laughs> no, I was not an award-winning student in any way, shape or form. Um, making me think about this, the only award that I can remember winning was in another time I taught porcelain art. China painting, and I had an entrance, an entry in um, the Bright Autumn Art Show, and I won People's Choice. Ah, wow. Yeah, that's as close as I've got, but I was an adult. I did not do any good at school. I was so a pretty average student. Bright as in Victoria? Yep. In yep. autumn, and you won the award. Like, that's their mega time of the year. Yep. Really yeah. So that was nice. Oh. Yes, that sounds beautiful. We can see you're a creative person if the peas could see her house. It's, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. What about you, Mel? Did you win any awards in the 80s? No, 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 <laughs> no official awards. But if there was ever any unofficial awards, <laughs> I won the award very, very regularly year after year at school that I was at school to socialise and I talked too much. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very unofficial award that I sort of, had that title every year, year in, year out. Yeah, you're in a safe place here. Same. <laughs> yeah, we see you. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> perfect person for a podcast, hey? Perfect. <laughs> 
I don't know if I did my parents proud with that one, but uh, they are the biggest. <laughs> well, I think of all the things that I've learned at school, and of course, lots were really valuable, but the art of communication has probably helped me the most. So I'm going to say very valuable. Excellent. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I I concur with your awards. And (laughs) our favourite question, Sue, why are you a P? You're part of the P community. Um, Because of my granddaughter, um, Mel's daughter, my son's daughter. Mm. Her name is Ellie. And that's how we named Snuggly Bags by Ellie because they were all developed because and for her. So we put her in the name. Um, And she's just awesome. She's, um, Mel will tell you more of the detail, but um, as far as I'm concerned, with all she has to deal with, she's always happy and smiling and she's taught me what life is really all about. Um, yes, mm, yes. Mm. Now I'm going to make myself cry. <laughs> yeah, all the okay. grandmas and nanas will be just singing your praises, right? Mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. Tell, us, tell us, Mel, tell us more about Gorgeous Ellie. Um, oh, as Ellie is, she is like a bright and shining light. She, our world was flipped upside down, I think, when Ellie was born, mm. but we only really allowed it to flip it upside down in a bad way, I suppose, for a short period of time. Um, we just sort of, I don't know, got on with it. And, you know, Sue's son, Luke, who's my husband, is just amazing. And I think we are an amazing team. And I don't know, we just sort of, tried to find the good in what it was, mm-hmm. um, which I think has really sort of helped us, you know, be who we are today and I suppose help Ellie shape Ellie into the person she is. But she is just such a happy, social, fun-loving, like she doesn't get down, she doesn't get upset, she draws people in. Um, I go to the supermarket and, you know, she just draws people in you know, she's got her challenges, but like definitely 100%, it does not stop her. Ellie, it's if there's a way for her to try something, she will give it a go. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about what her diagnosis was? Yep. When did um, you receive that? So we knew when Ellie was born that I suppose there was something a little bit different. Um, she was very, very tiny. She had a cleft lip and a cleft palate, and she's also got a rare condition called anophthalmus. So she was born without her right eye so she's got the eye socket but no eyeball as such so it was quite clear very early on but we didn't get ellie's diagnosis till she was one Uh so we went through the process of genetic testing um, which just takes time um so ellie was diagnosed just before her first birthday with a rare genetic condition called wolf hirschhorn syndrome so it's around one in fifty thousand births And it's really varied as to how it can affect a child. So for Ellie, Ellie's nonverbal. She has two words, which is hi and yeah, and she uses them very appropriately. <laughs> um, but she's very receptive. Her, her, her understanding and it's it's people sort of say to Sue and, all the, Sue and I all the time, how do you communicate? And I always say just spend some time with her. For a kid that's non-verbal, she still is able to get her message across, whether it's using her hands or, you know, grabbing you and dragging you to the fridge yes. and she wants her food. Um, so her level of understanding is amazing. She's slightly immobile. Very For most of her life she's been very immobile. Um, and I say slightly because she sort of is a mixture between a wheelchair, a walker, and sort of walking independently in a safe space, so at home 
or at school where she's familiar and we have it set up for her mobility needs, she can take independent steps, um, but she really has no safety awareness at all. Mm. Um, um, and I suppose that I think one of the hardest things was when Ellie was so little. I think Ellie's first six years of her life were very much marked um, with seizures and that brutal seizures from about one to about six. Like we were just constantly in and out of hospital um but that i suppose the good thing is they're very much under control now mm. um, she's on medication so that's sort of a side that doesn't really impact us anymore she has a daily medication and you know things are under control mm. and so how old is ellie now 15 <sighs> 15 yep so turned 15 in august uh... and she's a real mini me except <laughs> <laughs> She is a mini version of me. Even my son says, Mum, when you cut Ellie's hair, I cut her hair. He goes, you just cut it like yours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she's very obsessed with me. Like she, she's, yeah, she's, yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And I have a daughter obsessed with me too. And I tell you, it's pretty, some of my friends yearn for it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Lovely. And you have you got is your son older or younger than ellie he's younger so he's 11 right yeah yeah and he's amazing with her i suppose and i've said this all the time i think if cooper was my first child and ellie was my second child i think that would have impacted us differently because we would have known or experienced mm -hmm. typical, but a typical you know childhood mm. um but i think because ellie was our first cooper came along and i was like oh this is a breeze this is how it's meant to go <laughs> <laughs> this is normality um but he's amazing but then he's sort of grown up in that world we've always we've never shied away from disability we've never um become reclusive we've always sort of put ourselves out there put ellie out there you know, we've done a lot of fundraising and stuff and, you know, the different organisations, even bringing Cooper to Ellie's assemblies. You know, when he was really, really young, I would take him in and he was really quite scared initially because, you know, there's some big boys in there making grunting and loud noises. But now he just sort of rolls with it. Like he's just, it's just, it's just part of his life. Um, and I think that's a really, a, a real positive for him, for him to grow up and just for that to be, you know, for disability to be normal for him. Mm. Yeah, it's an incredible gift. And mm. Sue, when your little grandbaby was born, how how did you, what was that like for you as a grandma watching your son um, go through all the diagnosis? And It wasn't easy. Mm. Um, we were, my husband and I were living in New South Wales and we are Victorians but we've moved to New South Wales. Um and Lucas rang and um, told us, and he, he, this might sound awful, but he said, she's only got one eye, and I could not get my head around that. I said, what do you mean? Mm. I just couldn't understand that. So we just got on the first plane we mm. could, and we were in Melbourne with them. Mm. Um, they had um, a few difficult days with some bad medical people. Yep, I'm sure. Um, and... I will say Mel saying when Ellie was a baby, taking her out, people were awful. I can't think of another word. They were horrible. Mm. Kids pointing at her because she only had one eye and, mm. you know, just I don't get it. But even recently we went to a the kids' day out for the children's hospital at, um, what is it, the entertainment centre or something whatever it's called anyway, at um, 
Yes, I can't remember. Um, um, yeah, I can't think what it's called. Jeff Shed, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it used to be Jeff Shed. Mm, yeah. um, and we got out of the car. Ellie's in her wheelchair. Mel's waiting to go in. And this child um, said, pointed to Ellie and said to her mum, why is that girl like that? Mm. And the mother turned around and said, well, she probably hasn't got a very good mother. <gasps> she oh, did not. I was horrified. I absolutely, I didn't hit, Mel told me after, if I'd have been in earshot when it happened, but people can yeah, be I think, horrendous. I think the line went something like, you know, maybe her mum did something wrong. And I'm not. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I might have exaggerated. Yeah, I'm not backwards in coming forwards. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always happy to educate people about Ellie, you know, teach people, explain. But I think even I was. Um, oh, yeah. My jaw. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I think those early years, as Sue said, was very hard. And I think um, the general public have come a long way mm -hmm. in their mm. openness so and acceptance. Mm. However, I do still believe there's a long way to go mm. um, around sort of, um, and I don't, just around, I suppose, acceptance and openness, you know, to people that are different in any way, shape or form, whether that be disability or race or, mm, mm. yeah, I just think, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, we say Sorry, it all the time, but it's 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 being able to see it in your everyday life, right? And so if if people don't, if there's no disability on TV and there's no disability on podcasts and there's no disability on the radio and YouTube, then people don't know what it is. So, yeah, I think it's just about visibility, visibility, visibility. Absolutely. And educating too, I think. Yeah. Mm. So, do you uh, and, have and grandchildren with a, um, grandchildren with a disability? Um, I have a neighbour who has a, a grandson in, in Western Australia who is nine and just been diagnosed. I don't know what it's called, but there's only 50 people with it in, a, in the world. Wow. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's the only one. And we, we do get to talk a lot. Because we both understand what it's like. Mm. I feel like it's quite silent for the grandmas and nanas. Yeah, it, it is. Mm. Um, but all I can do is look at, look, I call him Lucas. He was named Lucas. Everybody now calls him Luke. <laughs> um, but I look at my son, Lucas and Mel, and I just admire everything they do. They are just such fantastic parents. Uh, and they're an absolute, um, they're just not. I don't think they knew how to handle it, but they have learned mm. and they do it so well. Mm. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times people say, oh, I don't know how you do it. I couldn't do it. And I think that I just sort of think I didn't have a choice. I know. I don't, I don't have yeah. a choice to opt out. I don't get to look at Ellie and go, that's not what I signed up for. No. Do you know? It's, it's probably not what we sort of, you know, thought we were going to get, but. At the end of the day, you know, you do the best with what you've got. And, and as, as you said, she has taught us so much. Mm. You know, you just you, you, you deal with the life you've got and you move on and she's given us an amazing life and we're giving her an amazing yeah. life. I wish yeah. that phrase could be removed from the vernacular and we just, like anything that you're going through, if someone says to you, well, I couldn't do that, you're like, oh, it's just such an isolating comment to make, even if it's, oh, I don't have enough money or I've, don't say that. Just yeah, think of think, another thing to say. I think sometimes people think as a as a positive. Going, I know. We're putting you up here, yes. but I couldn't. But you, but you don't you don't view yourself up there. No. You just go. I'm just you. 
I've got a child, mm. it's a bit different, and I'm just going to roll with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When, when you got the diagnosis of the, the name Wolf Hershorn, yeah. what, what did you do? How did you find people? Did you mm. find people? Um, I Googled a lot and that was probably one of my mistakes. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of negative information around there. Uh, you know, it's very outdated online about what the kids can't do. It was very, yeah. they won't walk, they won't talk. You know, it would be very early. So I sort of moved away from that Um you know, I think the world of social media is amazing mm. um, and I, it did allow me to get connected with a lot of families in Australia as well as overseas. And back mm. then um, blogging was a big thing. Blogging was huge. So yep. I started blogging oh, when Ella was young and I forgot, actually forgot I used to do that. And it was my way initially of I come from a very large family on my side um, and I used to struggle when we would go to events or family things and it was all everyone was like and, and how's Ellie what's she up yeah. to and what's it and it was all well intended but I was like how do I how do I tell all these people so then I'm not spending my whole time talking about that and then I can just be me and hmm. you know so I started blogging just little sort of updates but then it, I think it was a bit therapeutic as well like I just do brain dumps about you know Ellie and what she was up to and I suppose what we were doing as a family and that connected me with sort of other families in America, other families in Australia. There's an amazing group of families in Australia that we've met a couple of times. There's been conferences um, that we've gone to and it's nice. It's it's nice to see those other families and what they're doing and see their children. And, yeah. And I will say, Mel, um, it was before NDIS when Ali was little and Mel started a charity um, to fundraise to help families get some of the equipment that they needed that was expensive. So she did an amazing job. That was for about five years, wasn't it? Yeah, I think for about five or six years. We were a very, very small group of um, family and friends who had no idea about a charity, but we thought, how hard can it be? <laughs> um, very. <laughs> it, it, it was hard, but, you know, I think the hardest thing was just getting it set up as a proper yes. tax will recognize so we did that and we persevered and then it was you know it was me it was sue it was my husband luke it was you know my cousin my mum, just normal people you know with a goal to sort of i suppose support kids like ellie um and she came up on my facebook memories the other day um i think it was our first or our second fundraiser and i sort of shared it to facebook saying you know 
what 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 happy times they were. I think we did about five fundraisers, um, and over that period of time that we were able to give out up to I think it was about a hundred thousand dollars in grants, wow. and that was for. So this was pre-NDIS, as we said. So that was for therapy. It was for, um, you know, people that didn't have a hospital, you know, um, health insurance. So it was for, to cover hospital gaps, mm-hmm. um, air conditioners for families that had, you know, children with seizures that were affected by heat. Anything that that family said, our child needs, this is not in the scope of the normal, you know, medical world or medical mm-hmm. something. You know, we were able to, I suppose, jump in and go, yes, we can help. And we never, we never had to say no to any family like it was it, yeah like and it, look it was a lot of hard work yeah. but I think and Sue will agree on those nights just to see what we were able to achieve as you know everyday people that still work jobs and just like decided we'd start a charity on the side <laughs> and see how we go um you know I think we as a team should all pat ourselves on the back it was so successful mm-hmm. um and then obviously NDIS came into play and we've sort of stepped back and you know but it's nice to see now that you know those families are consistently supported and they don't as such need us anymore yeah Yeah, better and also don't you think that when you get involved in something like that you get this absolute joy of seeing the good in people and you're like people are good and people want to be involved and people want to help out and yeah I I think that that is a real benefit of families that are, are tricky or different or whatever you want to call it is that you just get to see how much good there is in the world yeah, yeah and sure. I, yeah and I think and, and we do do that a lot there's a lot of organizations that we sort of you know put our hand up or jump into to fundraise and they've always got like a a connection to disability or you know our our world and but even like my youngest Cooper is involved with it as well and I think it's just nice to sort of grow up and be part of that mm-hmm. um, and as you, you, you don't do it for any recognition you just you feel like you've made just that little yeah that little bit of difference. Yeah. yeah. So why did you start making sleeping bags? Okay. <laughs> Ali uh, is a very mobile sleeper and I was, I was in the clothing industry and I had a contact to get a beautiful sleeping bags from a company that what used to be in Australia, they've closed down. And so she had these gorgeous sleeping bags until they only made them up to a size four. Mm-hmm. So when... She outgrew them. Ellie had no idea about staying under blankets, so I started making them. My mum was a dress designer and, you know, I have got the family history to be able to do that. Mm-mm. So, And we kept saying, oh, you know, there'd be other kids that would need these, mm. but um, didn't do anything about it. And then beginning of 2020... Oh, what a year. Yeah, the year. Um, I, I, was, I, I had some contacts. I was going to get on a plane and go to China and see what we could get sampled and get something made up. And because, as we all know, COVID hit mm. and nobody was going anywhere. Mm-mm. And I happened to find, um, I think it was through a company in Sydney, that there's a woman in Melbourne who has a business called Manufacture My Product Mm-hmm. And she can get virtually anything made up. So oh. I sent her um, drawings and patterns of what I wanted. And uh, she said, oh, there's a place in China. They they do a lot of organic and pure cotton. And mm-hmm. that was the sort of thing we were wanting. So they made up samples for us. And it's just gone from there. Amazing. So now we've, we've got the summer bag. We've got two different weights in the full sleeping bag. And we've got a leg suit. So... 
awesome. um, I've actually had to walk away from our warehouse, which is my garage. <laughs> to, um, <laughs> I have a, I had a delivery this morning of 12 boxes of sleeping bags. So I'm out in the garage trying to sort them out. So it was nice to have a break. I'm happy to go. <laughs> so because podcasting is not a visual medium, are they similar to a grow bag? Like that's what my little boys used to sleep in, the twins, like it had like a zip up the front and got the a arms zip up were the out. Front. Was it similar yeah, to and that? Got, no, this has got, ours have got sleeves right, and a zip up the front. Um, they're pure cotton outer and lining mm-hmm. and then the wadding is polyester, but the cotton is against the yep. skin. Yep. Um, so the cotton, the summer one is sleeveless mm-hmm. and it's woven cotton. It's not knitted. So it's like having a sheet over you. Yeah, lovely. Oh, and, again, this has been developed from what Mel and Ali found work for them. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're long and they're wide, so they've got plenty of leg room. No yeah. one wants to be tight in a, you know, not be able to move your legs mm-hmm. around. You want to be able to spread out. So. Also, for some children, maybe even like my daughters with spasticity, trying to get arms in and out of things, like, yeah, to have that extra bit of room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, the first one I sold was we went and did Source Kids at um, Sydney in Sydney. Awesome. And this gorgeous man, um, he came, he was with his son who was probably about eight or ten and he tried one on in the middle of the expo and, and he, he decided that that was the right size and all that and he bought it. And he messaged me the next day to tell me he'd had his first full night's sleep in however many oh. years because his son didn't stay under blankets and he was up and down all night covering him because yeah, he'd cry because he'd get cold. Oh. So that was the beginning of knowing that this this is something that's really needed and yeah. and appreciated by the people who are using them. Mm. So, yep, they're really good. So that first source kids you did, um, how many did you have there? Like how did you set it all? I've done a few of those with my sleep um, sleep sprays. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Well, I'm in Newcastle so I could drive to Sydney so the car was loaded up with um, I think we took about 20 mm. Um and we sold more than half of them. Wow. Yeah. And so, did you have a website and did you have all We've that got stuff? a website. We've got social media. Um, so, yes, um, it's snugglybags.com.au um, and they're all lined up there. Any want. They can be claimed as a consumable with NDIS. Uh, yep. Terrific. So if people... You can do it one of two ways. You can either buy them, we give you an invoice that you can send to your plan manager and get refunded, or we can give you an invoice, your plan manager can get us paid and then we send you the, the sleeping bags. Okay. We also have a lovely seamstress who puts the slot in for feeding tubes if oh, that's needed. Perfect. Yeah, so lots of kids you know, have the feeding going all night. So. Perfect. Um, they just she just puts a little um, slot into the bag so that they can have their dinner while they're sleeping. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Mel, there's a picture on your, there's a video on your Instagram of you getting Ellie into the sleeping bag and she's saying thank you, thank you, signing. Oh, it's yeah. just so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I, I vividly remember that that day. Um, Ellie's very engaging um, 
She just has so much love to give. Um, yeah, and I just, it, it wasn't, you can't set sort of that sort of stuff up. And I was no, no, no. you know, can you get a video, you know, just putting Ellie in her bag and putting her in bed? So I said, yep, yep, yep. So, you know, but then she starts, you know, thank you, thank you, kiss, kiss. <laughs> so she, yeah, she's just, yeah, she has just got a lot of love to give and a lot of love to communicate. She just loves, and I've always said she just loves her own. Like she, she's a, she's very family orientated. Ellie loves her own. Yeah. So when she gets into that sleeping bag, that's part of her sleep wind down and everything. She's yep. got a magnificent bed. Can you tell us about her bed? Her her bed is amazing, and um, again, it's it's another thing that we're so massively thankful for. So. Ellie, when she got the bed, so her bed's, I suppose the best way to describe it is like a very large cot. Like it's a king single cot with high sides. The reason we got that was because back when we got it, and even still now Ellie needs it, she's not overly safely mobile. Mm. Yes. And our fear was, you know, in a bed, she'd fall out on a mattress on the floor. She knows how to open the door. There's yes. just so much risks involved. So um, Ellie loves her bed. Ellie loves her sleeping bags. You know, she she knows that's her routine. You know, you put that on, it's time to go to bed. Um, one of the things, um, I think it was earlier this year, Ellie was in hospital, she was unwell, and she hadn't been in hospital for some time, and she likes to sleep in her own room, mm. dark, in her bed. She's very, she's quite rigid with her routine, and I thought, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. Like, how is she going to sleep? How? And I've rearranged the room to set it up so... If Ellie fell out, she was going to fall on me on the bed. So yep. at least she was going to be safe. I was going to be injured. So <laughs> how, how is she going to sleep? But it was just amazing. Like, and I would say to her, you know, and she's got a glowworm as well. So I would, you know, put her in her sleeping bag, you know, and she would lie down immediately. She'd press the tummy of her glowworm to play her music. And I thought, cross my fingers and thought, hope for the best, please let her fall asleep. But mm. I think it was just having that part of her routine, mm. her sleeping bag and her glowworm there, literally stood out you know the hospital door kept poking in the curtains until she and she was out for the night but I honestly think if she didn't have that as part of her routine and just you know under a sheet that just doesn't work for her so it was just amazing to see how well she just slept there it's very much part of her routine I think just the smells from home I always take my own sheets I take my own all the sleeping stuff to hospital but just all that because it's so sterile Mm -hmm. so it's just Bring something that has some scent from home is very helpful. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So how yeah. many have you sold? Do you know? Um, no, not exactly. You're not on no, Shark it's... Tank. No, it's not Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> what are your <laughs> margins? What are you... <laughs> we would, we'd, we'd be at close, we'd be around the 300. Oh, amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So, look, it's going, it's building up. I've got a little client base creating in Canada. Um, and you know, because once one person gets them and realizes, then that go it ricochets along. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we've taken we've sent quite a few to Canada, really. Um, and we do have a dot com website as well, but yep. that's not relevant to Australia. But there mm-hmm. is a dot com and a dot com dot au. So, yeah, um, so we do from where the everybody else stops at a four, we go from a four to a 16. Brilliant. And they're big, they're roomy. So um, we cover a pretty wide range of bods with that. Mm. Um, yeah. So um, we'd like to somehow give away 
yeah. a sleeping bag if Ooh. we can, of, of someone's a winner's choice. Uh, yes. Never say it has to be a particular one, whatever works for them. Mm. Um, but we're thinking maybe um, that if we put it on the, the link for this onto our Instagram mm. and yeah. perhaps get people to like and share yeah. Yeah. somehow uh, and we'll, we'll select someone as a winner. Yeah, Excellent. yeah, yeah. We can yeah. say we yep. will definitely put it in the um, in the Instagram the day the episode comes out. Yes. Okay, awesome. And we will share everything because mm. our community loves following pea businesses. Yes. More than yeah. anything. And we love promoting people like you guys because yeah. it's, it's amazing how many um, and I, I, I listen to you guys a lot. Uh, and I know Sarah um yes. the um tube feeding and yep, because, awesome. because of doing source kids you get to meet lots yes. of people mm. and the businesses that have started because families are in a situation yep just incredible yeah much most of them and then and actually for me as someone who's going to purchase from them i am more um inclined to than some random business that doesn't have a heart story behind it yeah mm. yeah i think we all like to support yes Definitely, yeah. definitely, yep. definitely. What about what are your hopes and dreams for the business? Say them out loud. <laughs> uh, well, just to grow it, really. Mm. Um, I'm not a young person anymore <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to be able to leave a really good operating business for my kids to take over. Mm, mm. Um, Luke's got a sister and, I, you know, between them, I'd like, and it's, it is growing into a really nice little business. I'd like to be able to hand it over and me not do much. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my warehouse. <laughs> sit by that lake. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in that warehouse is a kayak that I bought that I've used twice. <laughs> it's covered in sleeping bag boxes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a legacy, though. I, I like to think so. Oh. I think it's it's something that it's grown because of our family. Yeah. Uh, and I'd like to see it continue to grow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Mel? What's your hopes and dreams? Same. I just think to see it grow, but I also think just to see so many more families helped. I think mm. one of the, and I've done quite a few of the Source Kids as well, and I've said this to Sue before, when you're there with your stand and you've got the sleeping bags and you've got, you know, the banner and, you know, they can see Ellie in the sleep and you can spot the people a mile away and you can see that, you know, they're dragging their husband. They're going, look, look, this is what we've been, this is what we need. So I think just sort of connecting with more of those people because those people walk up and go, my child is in a size four, is in a size six, or my mother-in-law has been making them and they're terrible. Like, you know, (laughs) you are what we need. So just connecting with more of those people because I know how much it has changed our life. Like oh. it just, Ellie sleeps well. I, and for us it was a big safety thing. Ellie I don't think would have that awareness to take a doona off her head. Mm. She moved so much. So it was really a safety yes. factor around putting her in a sleeping bag. Um, so just connecting with more people mm. and I suppose sharing the product that just works so well. Oh, and so thoughtfully designed. And you can do anything if you can get some sleep. Absolutely. So it is. It's, it's absolutely critical if you've got yep. problems in any way, whether it's kids or mm. anything else. Mm. If you get a night's sleep, you can manage. Yeah. Yes. So anything true. we can do to help our amazing community sleep better, 
is yes. a huge bonus. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Is there anything we've missed that you would love to tell our world of listeners? And there is the world, people listening all around the world. Mm. Um, not really for me. I think we've covered everything other than probably we are on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, so we'll put. Um, and we have the website. Yep. Yeah, we'll put um, all of those links in the show notes mm-hmm. and then we will tag you on Insta and then everybody can find everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for people who don't know where the show notes are, when you're in, in your podcast app, you just scroll up. And when you're pressing play, you scroll up and all the show notes are there. My sister writes them all, Annalise. She does a great job. Mm. So everything will be there. Mm. Yeah, it's not us writing them. Heaven yeah, don't forbid. worry. No, because you can tell <laughs> the Snap Peas have nothing now, not a thing. <laughs> it's only show notes on Thursdays. <laughs> now, is there anything you would like to tell the world about Ellie or your family or anything else that we've missed today? Um, I don't think so. I think you guys have asked amazing questions that's touched on, I suppose, our journey mm-hmm. and how we got to where we are today with it. Yeah, no, I perfect. Great. Good. I'm glad. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, and you. I just can't wait for your numbers to explode on your social media. I love watching that. <laughs> We're looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So keep going. You are doing yeah. such amazing work, changing the world, and I'm proud of you. Mm, amazing. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Thank, thank you for giving you us your time. Us. Thank yeah. you for talking to us. Thank you. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.